so vain. I'm pretty sure the song is about I'm so vain. Don't you think the song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Today is Saturday, March 6th, 2021. My name is Joe Batance, and I am the host of a little show called This Joe Batance. A show about, um, uh, what is it about? An ant farm with a horrible mayor and even a more horrible farmer. And we're going to talk, see what happens to them right here on the next episode of This Joe Batance, right here. On Afterthought Media. Like I said at the top of the show, this is Saturday, March 6th. 2021 and you know what's so weird is I actually found and I've been because this is a, a shitty karaoke version of You're So Vain but someone made a really high quality version of the actual backing track of You're So Vain I've been toying with the idea of uh, of uh, re-recording it um, because I'm like oh well it's the actual backing track sounds better you know. Anyway, hi everybody. So before we started today's show, before we started today's show, uh, I you know I, I I'm in this new kick right now where I like recording this Joe Batance live on Discord. So if you uh, are a this Joe Batance supporter or exclusive tier supporter or there are a few fat pick supporters, and you uh, want to listen live, you can do that on Discord. Uh, the only drawback is I just do it right when I'm doing that. There's no announcement. There's, well, there's an announcement I'm doing it, but there's no pre-announcement like, hey, coming soon. It happens when it happens, and I do it when I feel like it. But um, before the show, so people would have time to come to the room, I put on the song Cabaret by Liza, well, Liza Minnelli singing Cabaret. And the the reason that song is in my mind is, so Aiden and I have been doing this thing where we recommend movies to each other, okay? And then we rank those movies, and there's a whole thing with these movies, you know? And uh, and uh, so well, I actually did not recommend this movie to John Paul. I do not like the movie Cabaret. And I know that's sort of like sacrilegious to gay men to say that I just don't like the movie. And, but my friend John Paul, in a conversation, recommended it to Aiden, and Aiden loved Cabaret. Loved it. Just, in fact, on the list of movies, Cabaret is number one. It's the best movie he's seen. And I, you know what? I can actually read you the list. Oh, I don't have my iPhone on me. It's another room. Oh, but you know, I sent to Mercedes in a message she wanted to see. I can read you the list, actually. And uh, it's how he ranked the movies. And um, Cabaret's number one of the movies that we've seen, that he's seen. I get different movies that he assigns me. And here's the thing. 
so we went down this deep dive because now all it's cabaret, 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 cabaret. And what's funny is I don't mind the the song cabaret. It's a catchy little musical theater number. But I literally think that this Liza Minnelli is such a, a kook monster. She's so kooky. And to me, I, I was under the impression that at least that there was probably a clear divide. That gay men of a certain age love Liza Minnelli for being Liza Minnelli. But that anybody under a certain age, I would say, let's say 50. It's an arbitrary number I chose. If they know who Liza Minnelli is, love her because she is so fucking kooky and crazy. You know, there's a very funny and famous SNL sketch where it's called it's Kristen Wiig playing Liza Minnelli and it's Liza Minnelli tries to turn off a lamp. OK, and it's super funny and it's making fun of how how kooky Liza Minnelli is, you know. And the other day, Jay Ellis actually it doesn't, doesn't Ellis's thing doesn't show up on my. Uh, oh, maybe let me see. Um, I can play it here. Jay Ellis sent me, because uh, Jay Ellis doesn't have an iPhone, because he has to be different, so it doesn't come up on my iMessage. Liza Minnelli QVC, I think it is. Um, HSN, sorry. And this is so crazy. Listen, so Jay Ellis, Jay Ellis loves Liza Minnelli the same way I do. And if you listen to the most One episode, if you listen to the most recent episode of the T, you're going to, he said, hi, Georgia. He's doing an impression of this opening. There's a whole, it's four and a half, it's almost five minutes of crazy Liza Minnelli moments. I could literally do a whole five minute thing here of it, but I'll just play the part that JL is making fun of. Welcome back. Beautiful Liza Minnelli. Hi, guys. Oh, and we have Doris in Georgia. Hi, Doris. Welcome to HSN. you with Liza Minnelli today. Oh, I'm so excited. Hi, Georgia. You like the clothes? So, that that was... It's four, it's four minutes and 47 seconds of it, okay? And it's fantastic. I'm telling you, I'm not even playing my favorite part. My, my favorite part is much later in the thing, but I'm not going to try and find it. But I'll put it in the Discord right now if anybody wants to go see it. It's fantastic. And... Um, it's 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 amazing. It's everything you would want this to be. There's a part in there later. It's my favorite part where like, you know, the woman, the saleswoman's doing her thing. She's trying to talk to drunk ass Liza, and she's like, I guess Liza designed these rings or bracelets or something. She's like, now Liza, how many would you say people should get? One, two, three, four, five? And Liza's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, these bracelets. How many should they get? And she's like. One? Why would they give? Why would you get more than one? And I'm like, oh my god, this is fantastic! And the whole thing, the whole thing is a gem. It's fantastic, start to finish. Okay, that's how I see Liza Minnelli. Okay, I had a conversation with Aiden, and he sees her as a true talent. Like, oh my god, she is such a wonderful singer and talented performer. And we can look at the same performance and he will think she's wonderful. Even though I will say I'm starting to win today. He, whatever performance I sent him to yesterday, yesterday, he was like, okay, she's kind of kooky. And then I sent him one today where she was really kooky, you know? And so 
uh, I think I'm winning him over to uh, my side because just the performances are so cracked out and so weird. And now because I've been wa- I all I was I was telling Aiden I go I'm gonna do a podcast series. I'm telling talking to me now. Where every episode is me analyzing a different version of Cabaret that Liza Minnelli sings. Or, no, there's a great one she does, New York, New York. I could analyze, just like I did um, Not Quite a Cat Lady or Sydney Gaze, I could do that with different performances um, of Liza Minnelli performing Cabaret or some sort of number. Just Liza Minnelli performing is fantastic i could do a whole i could do a whole podcast series and probably be the biggest hit ever okay and uh yeah so anyway so that's why i played cabaret today um because i just love that's actually not a kooky version that's an older the older ones aren't as kooky it's when you get into the 80s and 90s that she just turns into a lunatic and the, the, the late 80s early 90s ones are chef's kiss because now, if you look at the ones in the past 20 years, she's just full crazy, right? There's no more, oh, that, there's a talented person who's been a little kooky. But you do early, late 70s, early 80s through the early 90s, it's a, it's a perfect blend of pure craziness, coked out, drunken, pill-popping craziness with raw talent. And uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Anyway, uh, guys, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. A little update on the BP. Um, still here. Uh, today seems to be a better day than the past, than the rest of the week. Um, I, I think, I think I'm starting to get my regular taste back. It's not there. It's, but it's better than it was yesterday. It was like, I had Novocaine on my, on my tongue. And it's been like that for all week. But, uh, today it just seems like, I don't know. But here's, I don't know, I, here's what's crazy is, and I don't, I don't think this is triggering astute because astute did not have, uh, tongue issues, but it is very common with Bell's palsy. Is, um, it seems like, so I know what it is, is the front two thirds part of your tongue. The anterior two-thirds is what it's called. Pretty much is controlled by your facial muscles. So when those deaden, so do those so do those nerves. And that must be where like the sweet and savory and uh what other tastes are there? Sour or something. Because all I taste is salty and bitter. That's all I taste. And it's awful. Like, those notes are super enhanced. So, like, yesterday I ate something and, uh, like, oh, perfect example. I took a bite of, like, just breakfast sausage this morning, like, regular sausage link. And I spit it out because it was way too salty. What's really funny is probably really how salty it is. <laughs> it's probably actually waking up those senses. And then um, I had a, a piece of toast that was... uh uh uh, the, the edge of it was a little, a little burnt. Not like, it actually, to be honest with you, normal tasting Joe. Oh, Stu Girl had that same thing with COVID. Um, 
uh, normally, I actually, now that I've become an adult, I actually like a little bit of char, a little bit, not crazy, but just if there's a, a corner that's burned or like a little to, I actually like that bitter note. I think it adds complexity to the flavor. But now with, uh, my tongue only really tasting salty and bitter, um, it, uh, it tastes like awful. It tastes like I'm eating ashes. That's all I was eating, tasting. And I was like, ugh, right? But, but yesterday, I don't have the dead, the dead coated feeling that I had. Also, and astute, now astute can actually weigh in on this. I'm starting to feel like little, like, tiny little spasms at the corner of my mouth. And I'm starting to think that's a good sign. I wouldn't call it tingling, but it's like tiny little spasms. Uh, like a little, like, like it's a waking up kind of, it feels like. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I haven't had that. Oh, okay. Perfect. Thank you, Astute. And, uh, Astute said that was the sign to start of recovery. Like the corner of my mouth, I started, like it, it'll like wiggle sometimes, which is funny because then I take a vibrator. Luckily, it's not like a vibrator you would use for sex. It's like a gun. And I just like very gently, oh, Astute says it can still take a week or so. I, I'm fine with that. To be honest with you, I have such a light case that as long as I get the taste thing back, I'm fine. Everything else is just a minor annoyance. Um, uh, the taste thing is the one that really bothers me. Anyway, uh, so, uh, yeah, so like the corner of my eyes are tingling. Um, anything, but other than that, I've just been, I've, I've really tried to relax these past uh three or four days now i will say and I, I can't believe i'm saying this with only two minutes left my brother called me this morning while i was doing drag race i didn't know and i didn't think anything of it usually he calls me in the morning at that time to tell me a joke or something funny that the girl said and i don't want to get too into it today but um about an hour ago, he called me. And that's why I waited to do this episode because my parents left. And, uh, he said, are you busy? And I was actually process. I was, I was busy. I was doing, I was recording drag race, Re- not recording, but I was editing and processing drag race recap and drag race UK and all that. And he said, uh, I wanted to talk to you about something and I didn't know how to tell you this. And you were here yesterday, but I was scared. But, uh, and so, you know, you, you get nervous, you know? And he's like, but um, I'm uh, sober now. And I don't know if I've ever talked. I try not to talk about my brother too much. But, um, you know, we've all been sort of worried about his drinking. And so uh, the fact, the, the fact, look, I'm not, I don't know if it's going to be successful. It's, it's, he's been in it four days and I pray and hope and he has a support. He, needs, he actually does have a good support system. But... Um, but the fact that just that we got to the fact that he's acknowledging it is a huge step. So tomorrow, he, my, I've told my parents he's coming over for breakfast. The family's coming over for breakfast tomorrow, but they just think he's coming over for breakfast. But he's going to tell them, and uh, it's going to be pretty drama day. You're not going to want to miss tomorrow's episode of this Jeb Hints. I'll tell you what happens. Uh, it does mean that the, the rumor mill will be, it'll, we'll record it tomorrow, but I don't know what time this whole thing's going to end. I think my parents will be fine. I will say my brother's like, I think it's going to be hard for mom to, when I tell her that she, when I have to admit to her that I'm an alcoholic and that she realizes she had a son that was an alcoholic. And I was like, I didn't want to say anything to him. I'm like, we all done you, girl. <laughs> like, 
he's like she's gonna be shocked and I'm like it's like it's I, I in a few years I'll joke with him it's like me being afraid to tell her I was gay you know so uh my parents and I have had conversations about this we know about this uh so it's coming it's coming soon so I'm very happy. I'm relieved. Like I said, just him acknowledging it is a huge step. I'm sure there will be stumbles along the way. But just the acknowledgement of it is a huge, huge first step. Um, oh, wait. I was looking at the wrong clock. I thought we didn't have a lot of time. Oh, I can talk about this some more. I was looking at the clock where I guess where I still started playing cabaret. So I was like, oh, my God. That's gonna, the music's going to come in every, any second now. No, we still have like five minutes. Um, okay. Yeah, so, you know, um, my brother's drinking, the reason I always thought it was going to be a difficult first step, and I still think it's going to be hard for him, but look, the, the fact that he's acknowledging it is that my, with my brother, like my brother said something to me today that I thought was very insightful. Well, it gave me good hope. Was that he goes, you know, the thing is, I don't crave alcohol. I've never craved alcohol. He said, the thing with me is that I always, it wasn't a craving for alcohol per se, as much as it was, I used it. It was a social tool for me. And I used it as a crutch, but then it got out of hand. And I... Think that's that that was making me very happy because I've always known I've seen my brother drink that uh, my brother relied on alcohol. Uh, it was a, it was always intertwined with his sense of masculinity. Like my brother drinks, but when there's like another guy there, like especially a, a young guy, a young masculine man. Or like a guy that he thinks is cool, he wants to show off to this guy. My brother will drink a lot. Like he'll pound 12 beers in five minutes, you know? And so it wasn't, it was, it was his way of, that's how he identified with his masculinity. I've always known that. So I always thought it was going to be very, 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 very difficult for him to get to that acknowledgement step because to acknowledge the problem, would be wrestling with his own masculinity. And I didn't push too hard, but the fact that he's gone to the step where um, uh, he, he'd gone to the extra step to realize that's the problem is a good thing. So, uh, yeah, so I'm glad he's taking that first step. You know, and there were also, you know, there are certain things I'm just not sharing because, you know, that's very, very private. I even feel, to be honest with you, I feel guilty even sharing this. That's why I delayed bringing it up and I go, oh, well, I'll kind of mention it. But, you know, I've made a prompt. This is a personal journal for me. And, uh, and so, and you guys get to listen in on that personal journal. Um, but it makes me very happy. It's going to be a very emotional day tomorrow. One thing my brother is right about, he's like, ugh. Because he said, like, mom, my mom's going to have to acknowledge she has an alcoholic son. And I'm like, yeah, we know. But he's like, ugh, the annoying part is tomorrow mom's going to make it about herself. A, she will. And he's like, and B, 
he's like, she's going to go like, oh, yes, thank you, Jesus. I've been praying. And now, you know, and want my brother to be like super religious. And he's like, um, no. He, the other thing that I don't know, but I, I have to just, again, I have to just gently, you know, we have, it's a step. It's going to be a slow step for him is he's not going to meetings. It sounds like he's reading the 12 step book. But he's not going to meetings, so I'm gonna I'm gonna gently push him to going to at least online meetings, or when especially, uh, especially because my brother's a very social person, so I think that would be really good for him to go to meetings when it's safe. But like, I don't know if you'd go to a so maybe we just wait until things are safe again. Uh, Trotsky, he said the first six months were the most difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it'll be said it'll be the same for him too. Uh, alright guys, well that's gonna do it for this week's episode of This Jobatan. So those of you who are writing the Discord, I'll address your comments after the show's over. But, um, I'll have an update tomorrow, guys. Like I said, don't bug me about this too much. It's very private, but you get to hear my personal journal. That's what this happens right here on This Jobatan. Right here on Afterthought Media. Mm-hmm.